from LA to Hong Kong, Ibiza to Sydney, it's DJ Fuel on <laughs> The Party Life. The Party Life. Hello and welcome to episode 279 of The Party Life right here on Raw FM. I'm DJ Fuel and on this afternoon show, guest mix from Sabro, I'm going to be speaking with Andy Van from Vandalism, Madison Avenue and of course Vicious Recordings, his record label. And also we're going to start off with this tune. Last week's tune of the week from Sky Paint. This one's called Maybe It's My Fault, and I absolutely love it. Hope you do too. dance records from all over the world right now on The Party Life with DJ Fuel. Uh, welcome into the show for the very first time. A label boss to one of Australia's biggest dance music labels, Vicious Recordings, a damn fine DJ and a mastermind behind and the driving force behind two of Australia's biggest dance acts, Vandalism and, of course, Madison Avenue. Welcoming to the show, Mr. Andy Van. Hello there. How are you, man? Good, man. Welcome to the show. And uh, where do we start? Jeepers, I've, uh, I've got a bit, a bit of a resume to, uh, to run through in, in this conversation, hey. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I mean, uh, we had you on the guest mix a couple of weeks ago, and I said you're one of Australia's prolific DJs and producers. Let's go back to Madison Avenue. I mean, that's what we're going to talk about this afternoon, mostly. Absolutely. Because uh, we've got uh, the 2017 re-release of um, Who the Hell Are You? And it's smashing the, the, the club charts. Uh, it's getting played uh, probably in every nightclub and bar, not just in Newcastle, but around Australia. Yeah. What was the idea about bringing that back out again? It's because I think basically the scene has been, you know, obviously we had the whole EDM thing for the last sort of decade with a lot of sort of that hands in the air, snare roll, spin and house, spin and EDM, I should say, type emotion in clubs. But then, you know, maybe over the last, I don't know, three to five years, things have been changing uh, with Duke Dumont and Disclosure and those sort of artists sort of changing the face of what's 
people were hearing. And I think EDM is no longer, you know, sort of the the 80% of, of the scene in, in in Australia or the world now. It's it's now very much about house music and even disco house is coming back in a little way as well. So I think house music is back and you can tell by, the, you know, the success of, of artists like Calvin Harris that are just killing it on the charts. House music is definitely, you know, just becoming stronger and stronger and stronger. And so we felt... Obviously, we, we did Don't Call Me Baby with uh, some killer remixes and, and we had the same emotion where House was, was, was back and, and we wanted to get some, you know, some of the strongest House producers in Australia to put their fingers onto who they are you and obviously Dom Dollar was, was our first choice and Baytech also was another strong contender. Yeah, the remix package is, it's so strong. It's hard to pick a favourite and uh, I guess the uh, there's a few, you know, different styles in there so you can play it at, at any time of the night. Uh, yes. Great for radio play as well. Uh, solid package. I, I, I'm stoked because I've still been playing all these years in my bar sets and opening sets. I still play the original. Yeah, well, we're lucky because um, uh, my nephew's a, a young DJ and he plays disco house stuff, and that's that's never let his left his set either because that whole disco house vibe is is cool as hell. And you know, 18 year old kids are playing to cut up disco house now, so. Um, we were very lucky to have picked something that, that has stood the test of time. And because the vocals were so strong, you know, giving it a deep house mix with, with a modest in the skies or, um, you know, a filtered mix with uh, Filter Cat then that French style or, you know, a little bit cooler deep house style with um, Dom Dollar. Yeah, it's just, you know, there's so many genre styles that are popular in clubs now and also such strong producers in Australia. And we were stoked that um, we were able to get such a strong package. And obviously, you know, going to number three on the ARIA club chart, it's, and still in the top five right now, it's, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, and I, I think it helps that that Madison Avenue name, it, it's a household name when it comes to dance music in Australia, isn't it? Oh, and not oh, well. only Australia, uh, around the world, because uh, you, you smashed it over in the UK back in the day as well, didn't you? Yeah, we were um, stoked. We got, we got to number one um, with Don't Call Me Baby first weekend. Um, on pop charts, not dance charts. Obviously, we were number one on the dance charts, but number one on the pop charts. Um, and we got to number eight on the uh, pop charts with Who the Hell Are You? And I always remember um, the label bosses that uh, defected because they had Roger Sanchez at the time and they were calling me going, how did you do it? How did you get two top tens um, <laughs> with, with, with a debut artist? And I was like, well, you know, great, great vocals, great production and, you know, just right, right timing, you know. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but you also the first Australian act to get the coveted Pete Tong Essential new tune with uh, Don't Call Me Baby or was there someone else before you? It was, it was you guys, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was. I actually don't know the answer to that. That, but I'm pretty sure I don't remember I know he played the hell out of it because I saw him at uh, a party in Miami and I was walked up to him and said oh Pete that's Andy from Madison Avenue just want to say thanks so much for all the support because yeah, I, I think he played it like seven weeks in a row um, <laughs> he, he just could not get enough of it but he actually wanted to sign it because uh, myself and Corsi went to the UK and shopped the record round and we had at, at one time we had four record labels all wanting to sign it uh, sign it and all calling us uh, we were in a taxi and, and talking John was on the phone to one um, label and we were on the phone to another and they were like who are you talking to who are you talking to so they were all trying to trying to sign the record because it, uh, it was like a, a feeding frenzy of you know when piranhas or you throw some meat in for a piranha um, it was like that it was mad and it's a very very good position to be in isn't it yes we were, we were just it was the right time you know it, horny was a massive record at the time and there were lots of other tracks that were all that chopped up disco and we just had something that was just the right time in the right place well I guess since then you know you've grown the label in to one of Australia's, if not Australia's biggest dance music label, uh, Vicious Recording. So are you still in, you know, you're still hands-on with the A&R, like signing new yeah. artists? and Because uh, you at yep. one stage you even had Avicii before he was Avicii. Correct. Yeah, we had we had uh, we signed Avicii. I signed him myself. Myself and Cassie were doing a vandalism gig in Sweden, and uh, Ash, the manager, had booked us to do that vandalism gig. And he said, "Oh, I'm managing this new artist, Avicii. You want to come and um, hear his tracks?" So we went around to his one bedroom apartment in Stockholm, um, and not even one bedroom, as in a bed sitter, like his, his studio apartment. It was this tiny little apartment, and there was Avicii, um, and he was actually the first person that ever told me what Spotify was, um, and he was 
was like, oh, you yeah, have listen to this and this, and he was playing me tracks and all excited, and he's just this young kid, and um, I signed him straight away for Vicious, and um, yeah, and uh, it was just an amazing, you know, spot to be in to to sign Davici, and you know, every record label in the world knows that we signed him first and developed his his first sort of eight records. It was a shame his uh, ninth record was Levels, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> I think he was holding that one back for the big label deal. So, um, but it was great. It was a great moment, and and Vicious has been really lucky because I've had a lot of big artists that we've you know signed and developed obviously Peking Duck the Pop Bellies Dirty South of course yes. um, there's been so many um, that have just really gone on it, it, I think Vicious really kicked in in the last sort of 10, 15 years into developing. We always loved Australian producers, of course, and still do. Um, and we just wanted to develop that sound and that, you know, that great talent in Australia. And along the way, obviously, we did come across Avicii, but it was very much about uh, an Australian scene and an Australian label for us. And we've been stoked also by all the support of DJs such as yourself and DJs across Australia and the world. Yeah, I still have the uh, CD promos that used to come in the mail. I used to wait patiently. I should, well, not yeah. patiently. Be checking every day. Is there new promos in the mail? New promos, of course. It's it's all through email and stuff. But yeah, waiting and getting that package from Vicious, knowing that you're going to get something banging. And, and like you mentioned, all those artists, Dirty South, and ah, oh, so many good memories. And you're still doing it today. And you're still pumping out the new artists and still pumping out some uh, great music, uh, including the stuff from Van Lizen from yourself as well. Um, yes. What what do you look for when you look for new artists? Um, something just something that is I don't know. A hook, basically, and that hook could be a melody, um, or the hook could be, um, you know, a, a catchy vocal or a, a chopped-up disco sample. Just something that people can literally hook their ears onto, or, you know, in, that hooks into their brain. And it was for us super important to, to have that um, in in anything that gets presented to the label. And it doesn't have to be the biggest dance track in the world because we love developing artists, as as you've mentioned, with someone like Avicii. You know, he didn't make Levels as the first record. I mean, he, we developed him and he developed his craft as well with his manager and, and doing remixes for Tiesto and Bob Sinclair and things like that. So we really want to develop talent, but you obviously have to have talent to start to sort of ignite the spark with, within us as A&R and as the label. And of course, that's a big heads up for because we've got a lot of young guys that are listening to the show and uh, listen religiously and want that little bit of how do we do it, what do we do, with that, that little bit of a, you know, and motivation, of course, to uh, give it a go. I reckon... Well, any of your listeners, young producers, just find some great old sample, vocal sample from an acapella, disco sample, put some drums over it, make it creative. Don't, you know, I always remember someone just got sweet dreams by Eurythmics and then just put a kick underneath <laughs> it and said, oh, hey, this is my track. And I'm like, no, that's not your track. That's someone else's track uh, with yeah. a kick underneath it. I mean, to be creative. I think that's what, what it needs to be. Get some portion of the vocal and chop it up and filter it and make it make it your own. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like the, the track, The Bomb, you know, um, these sounds swirling through my mind. They grabbed a little vocal snippet and created a whole song out of one little vocal snippet. And that's the creativeness that I think can definitely work today and has always worked. Just being super creative and coming up with something like that. And then let you guys at the label clear the sample, yeah? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Well, uh, look, you haven't been in Newcastle for a little while. Uh, we hope yep. to have you back here real soon. Actually, remember absolutely. you uh, in the very, very early days at King Street playing a record that I just got my hands on and then you came on and played The Height by Junior Jack and I was like oh, I can't believe you played that I was going to play it and it was yeah. something totally different we're talking about 2004 and it's going back to that style hasn't it absolutely that that just that awesome fun summer up chopped up either disco house or, or, or just fun up house positive house I, w- I would kind of call it in, 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 a, in a nutshell and I, it's just a great time for music right now uh, okay so can you give us any hot tips what have you got coming out uh, from your Yourself. Uh, is there going to be any more Madison Avenue remakes or retakes? Uh, for for vandalism, sorry for um, who the hell are you? And you know we've obviously done that package, so we're gonna we're gonna sort of hold off on on the Madison Avenue stuff. We've got new vandalism. Um, we've got a hot new vandalism track because obviously we did extremely well um, being you know number one with um, shiny disco balls. Yes. And we've got a new original that we're developing at the moment that's super exciting. So we'll, we'll make sure you get a copy. Ah, can't wait, can't wait. What is your 
I probably shouldn't say this, but what's because you've done a mix, Dom Dollar, as you said, Baytech. There's there's a whole bunch of uh, remixes. Do you want to play one of your faves, or do you want to play your mix of it? Um, let's go with let's go with the Andy Van mix. Apparently, he can uh, produce. <laughs> uh, yeah, and as I said, you're one damn fine DJ and uh, an incredibly talented scout when it comes for uh, Australian dance music on your label. So thank you for joining us here on the show, and uh, I'll let you introduce one of your all-time great tracks. Hey, this is Andy Van from Madison. Avenue and this is the Andy Van remix of Who the Hell Are You 2017. Thursday from 5 with the party lights. 
The biggest dance records from all over the world. Right now on The Party Life with DJ Fuel. The Party Life on Raw FM. Time now to hand over the reins to our guest mixer for the afternoon. And he goes by the name of Sabro. He's my partner in crime when we're writing house music under our alias Yorkin 23rd. He's got a bunch of new tunes out on the way. And I'm telling you, they are up front house fire. You've heard him on the show before and you'll be hearing him on the show again. Sit back, relax and get your house groove on with the sounds of Sabro.
listening to The Party Life on Raw FM with me, DJ Fuel. We're in guest mix mode. You're listening to the sounds of Sabro.
And that wraps up our guest mix for the afternoon. I hope you did enjoy that. That was Sabro. A big shout out to Sabro for that guest mix. Can't wait to have you back on the show again, mate. And if you want to know more about Sabro, head to our website, thepartylife.com.au to get a full track listing and links to Sabro as well. Up after this, my tune of the week, the house cut of the week, the producer spotlight onto one of Newcastle's own. I'm going to go back in time with a fuel flashback. It's time for the Fuel Tune of the Week. It has come to that time of the afternoon where I crown my Tune of the Week. And many of you who have seen me play over the years know that I love just about every type of dance music. And it is evident in this radio show that I love to play everything from trance to deep house to house and progressive stuff as well. This week, this one is an absolute fire tune. It's more on the progressive side, and I've had it on repeat for a couple of weeks, and I just said, you know what, I have to make it my tune of the week. This one's by Michael Fate, and it's called Deep Ocean, and it's the tune of the week on episode 279 of The Party Life. Hope you enjoy.
Turn on the producer spotlight onto one of Newcastle's own. Now you're listening to the Sicria remix of Tritonal's Good Thing. The only good thing I see is you, you, you But then 
saves my night. up another episode of the party life finishing off there with a fuel flashback the remix from marlo of armin van buren's save my night you can catch marlo in newcastle on the 21st of october and i'm pretty sure he's doing an australian tour so look out for his dates you can catch him playing in newcastle at king street hotel and it's going to be another great night with australia's number one dj a big thank you also must go out to andy van from vandalism and madison avenue and vicious recordings Quite a resume. Thank you for taking the time to chat to us this afternoon. Also, a big thank you to Sabra for his guest mix on this afternoon's show. Can't wait to have you back on the show, mate. And a big thank you must go out to Sikria for sending in his remix of Tritonal's Good Thing that was played there in the producer's spotlight onto one of Newcastle's own. If you want to catch me in action this week, I'll be at King Street on Saturday night, Blue Door on Sunday morning for all your chilled beats, and then back here on your radio next Thursday afternoon with episode 280, we'll be hearing a selection of tunes by Skypaint. If you're going to party this weekend, party safe. DJ Fuel, I'm out. Raw.